Hey, 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 everyone. We are back. What from, is up? From the green room at Vintage Grace Church, you are listening to the Text Lab Podcast. I am Will Watson. I'm here with the one, the only, Jake Manfredi. Jake, how we doing today, dude? Dude, we're doing good. We, dude, we were here until 11 p.m. last night doing youth group, uh, walking through each room. Sweeping up goldfish off of the ground. Goldfish, so dude. So I woke uh, up this morning and was ready to go. Wow, Jake, your dedication levels are on a next level. So thank you for being here bright and early in the morning. Come I on. did not have that experience last night. Although sweeping up crumbled goldfish is a staple in the Watson household. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> so I resonate with you. But unless you think this is a parenting, either youth group or parenting podcast this is goldfish podcast this is the text lab for our listeners who do not know where every single week we do a deep dive into the text to help you prepare for life group this week our goal is simple to help you be a disciple who makes disciples so whether you are leading a life group or just trying to do some deep dive on your own we hope the text lab helps you have meaningful study reflection and conversation about what god has said in his word All right, we're going to be jumping into Romans 5, 1 through 5. It says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace, in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, Character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. Man, that's so good. Will, what do you see when you when you see this text, dude? So I am a big nerd, Jake. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on. Um, and man, I I think about this text in the history of the church, and just seeing how the Reformation was really born out of these centralized texts in Romans. Where it's like, no, we do not need a second mediator. We have one mediator that we have been justified by for, and his name is Jesus. There's peace with God, not because we give tithes and offerings, right? Which is like the history of the church. Luther comes along and he says, hey, it's not by anything else except for the blood of Jesus Christ, yeah. which is like this such a beautiful picture of like, okay, God restoring through the spirit, which is what we're going to get to later, like his church to rest upon the finished work of Jesus and go, honestly, go back. This isn't like a knock at Catholicism or anything like that. There oh, are no. incredible Catholic saints who faithfully practice this, but this is to say part of our history is The Reformation, Luther and Calvin and Zwingli, these people are saying, no, 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 no. We are only justified by faith. Now, Jake, I love what you said last week. What is justification? Man, justification is is a beautiful word. Um, I like how Drew and and Daisy have been kind of teaching it is just as if you've never sinned. Um, But it's really an acquittal, too. It's saying you're in this like holy uh, courtroom. You have sinned. You have uh, done evil against God. You have iniquity. You are guilty by all means. You're deserving of the wrath of God. But because of Jesus, Jesus then comes down, dies on the cross, because, and he's perfectly obedient, perfectly humble for the joy set before him. And then because of that, we are acquitted and given an innocent charge. That's what it means. It's like it's a it's a courtroom analogy that that Paul is giving. Um, we are innocent, even though we we should have been guilty. 
Yeah. I love that, Jake, because because what it's doing is it's the father standing as judge, mm. right? And he looks upon us and we feel the weight of the guilt. Like we know we are sinful. Like we deserve the wrath of God. And yet the father looks at us as he sees his perfect son. He has traded us the righteousness of Jesus for our unrighteousness as he take as Jesus takes upon the wrath of the father for us. Mm. That's the beauty of justification. It's, it's, it's the father looking at us and seeing us as his perfect Holy son as as saints who struggle with sin, as sinners who are trying to fight for God's glory day after day. But yet the father looks at us as he looks at the perfect son. Yeah. And that's so good because we often so don't, we don't look at ourselves in that way, the way the father sees us. And, and that's part of why we're doing life groups. Part of why we gather so often is so we can remind each other and do these things. But also the justification then from what Paul is saying here leads to peace with God, right? And that peace uh, is is paramount to Paul's argument because he's previously saying, no, we were enemies. While we were enemies, we were um, saved by grace um, through faith. Uh, and that's vital because it's not necessarily talking about the peace of God. We're talking about the peace with God in this where we're saying, no, we were fighting against God. We were against him. But even while we were there in our sin, dead on the bottom of the ocean floor, God makes us friends. God God enters into a relationship. Like you just said, he sees us the way he sees his son. That's just, that's amazing. Dude, that's and nice. I love this. One of my favorite songs is by a band called Citizens. And they have this song called, uh, like that goes, we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And it's like, it's literally being pulled from verse two. Here. Yeah. Because, and this is what I love, Jake. And I would love for you to like, what happens when we find peace and we realize like we see ourselves as the father sees us as perfect, blameless, holy. What does that lead us to? Dude, that's an easy question. <laughs> that's, <laughs> dude, I'm trying to like softball you on up, like a little front toss, like yeah. put it on the tee for you. Come on, man. We're rejoicing. We're full of joy. We're overflowing uh, with joy. I love it. And and joy looks like contentment in every situation. And that's exactly where Paul leads us to, because the reality of this Christian faith is that we're going to face hard times, right? Paul promises it. Jesus promises it. And it shows up differently for each person. Um, but because of the peace uh, with God, we now have the peace of God, which is so good. We have that joy and it leads us to rejoice in the hope. And that hope is kind of core to Paul's argument here is just saying, we should be hoping in this because it is uh, definite. It is guaranteed. This faith is guaranteed to us. His love for us is guaranteed to us. So we can put our hope in that in the face of, man, parenting, in the face of not getting enough sleep, in the face of whatever, whatever we're going through, whatever suffering looks like in our day. That's peace, man. Uh, and that's from what Christ has done. I love that because you said, like, you like this peace that we have now, right? is like, is what leads us to rejoicing, right? This, this peace with God leads us to rejoicing. And I think that like, we often think of, um, we're known as the joy church around here, which yeah. is great. Like I, 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 I dig it so much because it's so true, right. but here's the thing. It's not like picking dandelions in a field joy. It's, it's God is with me. He's for me, even on my worst days. 
It's that sort of joy that's like, I mean, this is Paul's entire argument. We rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. More than that, we what? Rejoice in our sufferings, mm. knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame. This truth is that God is present in the gaps of our life, mm. that there's actually joy for us to experience this, this truth that God is with us in the midst of our gaps, in the midst of cleaning up goldfish at 1030 oh, yeah. at night, dude, in the midst of Wrigley not wanting to sleep and just like staying awake and just being up in the midst of a friend ha losing a baby in the midst of someone getting fired from the job in the midst of all of these sufferings that this suffering produces endurance because here's the beautiful thing is when we believe in Jesus, it's not that we're just free from the pains of this world. The difference is, is we've got an ever present hope and truth and peace in the midst of that world, which is the reality of like following Jesus. It's not going to be all easy. In fact, we see here, Paul promises us the exact opposite, right. but, but this peace of God, what does it lead us to? Dude, the peace of God leads us almost missionally completely. Um, it leads us to going and, and playing soccer later. It goes to like playing spike ball later. It, it leads us to wanting to share this good news, uh, to inviting people into our groups, to having a one, to having this pray watch list that we're looking at uh, every day and, and praying for these names, knowing that that prayer is exactly what God wants. Um, we need help there. Um, that's this peace of God. The peace of God, um, it's everything. Um, and we come back to it so frequently too. Uh, we come back to it hopefully every day in life groups and, and on our own as well. And I love what you're talking about too with suffering and endurance and what that joy looks like because it looks way different than picking dandelions, yeah. right? And it looks different for every person. Some people need to um, worship uh, mm -hmm. in a congregation when they're really going through it. And that's beautiful to hear the other voices singing. Uh, some of it looks like tears and prayer and on your knees on the ground. Okay. Some of it looks, it, it looks different for each person. And that actually is joy. Even like when our emotions might not be happy. So like it's still joy because mm -hmm. there's a contentment there and our, and our soul has found its home in Christ. Our soul has found its like deepest purpose in what Christ has done. Uh, in that security. And I think security is the word to hold on to there as we tie it into hope, security and hope. Um, and I know for me, um, to apply this text to my life, I hope I can just come back to it more and more and more because um, life isn't planned and it is different every day and it's good. It's a good thing. Uh, but each thing comes my way and I hope that I can hope in God that I can remember what Christ has done because as long as I can come to the feet of cross every morning uh, and throughout the day no matter what comes my way man I'm gonna I'm gonna be locked into um, having that joy because I'm, I'm setting my focus and my eyes upon him how do you think this text applies to your life what do you, what do you feel dude I I love that Jake because so much I feel like is like I think of Paul like in St. Corinthians um, six, verse 10, sorrowful yet always rejoicing. And yet 
it's this paradoxical language that people are like, how can you be sorrowful and yet always rejoicing? And it's like, oh, that's like when it all, when everything hits the fan and there's this like deep rooted truth that God is with us in the midst of the gap. Like that's what like we talk about. And so honestly, dude, I think that like for me and I've, I've had like, (laughs) and like everything you mentioned there has been true at different stages of my life of like, praying and weeping and needing people to be worshiping with and needing space, but also needing like people around me and like at different stages. And I think that that's kind of how this works. It leads us to deeper communitas because the reality is, is you can't do this alone. You need people in your life who are more than willing to like walk this with you. Like, Like we're in, we're in life group a while back. Um, I mean, like, I'm trying not to cry thinking about it, but we, there was this girl who mom, like mom and dad were co-leaders with us in the life group and like their youngest daughter, um, was having some difficulties with her eyes and, uh, they weren't sure if there was like a tumor or like if there were anything cancerous behind. And so they were doing tests literally the next day. And I, the mom turns to me and goes, I cannot like, and we're sitting kind of in our life group vibes. And she's like, I can't talk about this without crying. Can you guys like, well, can you explain? And that for just have us pray. And like, by the grace of God, the, the baby, like the one-year-old is great. And she was like completely fine. But it was like that moment of being like, I don't have words that I can say right now. I need you guys to intercede for us. When I think of communitas and when I think of our people, like that's what I think about. Like this, this to me points to like this deep rooted communitas that we're in this thing together with the common master, common mission. Um, because there's just a moment where it's like, yep, we need to be able to intercede for one another. How about you, Jake? What, what hits you here? Dude, that's what matters, man. Like those stories. That's why we're doing live groups. That's why we're, about relationships here like that's especially you like leaders as you're listening to this it's like how do we lean in not as uh, teachers of this text like that's a part of it but just as pastors as shepherds as people who might be able to pray instead of um having to explain the the situation um man how do we just come alongside people and those moments are so sweet and affirming for for us as well i know i felt that in young adults just being like yeah, this sucks and I'm going to weep alongside you uh, and I'm going to rejoice alongside you. And that's what we're called to do. Um, but I, I don't know, for me, this text is really, really just encouraging to keep running the race, man. Keep going. Let's keep leaning into the people because because life is going to come at us whether we're Christian or not, whether we love Jesus or not, whether we're in community or not. But man, we have this gift, so let's go, man. Let's let's mm. give it to people and let's be beside them when crap hits the fan. Yeah. Dude, I love that. That's so good. Well, we just want to say whether you're working out of the gym, cleaning the house, or mowing the lawn, driving in the car, or whatever you like to do while you're listening to the podcast, we hope you feel equipped, encouraged, and ready to walk through the text with your group, with your people this week. Yeah, and as, as always, do your own prep. Let the Spirit lead you and know that you are one who is sent by God this week to your family, your school, your work, your coffee shop, to the gym and to soccer practice, wherever your Pray Watch community might be and wherever God invites you to go, for you are sent to be the living proof of our loving God. We love you all and we'll catch you next time on The Text Lab.